Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Friday, 28th day of October 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. We have a busy show for you on this Friday. More tickets to I Prevail. That show is sold out. The final clue, last one. We're gambling on a solution today in the X-Rock murder mystery. We have run through every single clue. And so today, while we have a myriad of people saying they uh, they absolutely 100% know who killed Gene Simmons, fictionally, of course, they have yet to get through the phone lines, Big J, and that is the biggest hurdle sometimes. I mean, I'd be really surprised, unless they have help with this last clue. What do you mean? That you would guess the, the who the killer is. Oh, I, you really you don't think at, at the point yesterday there might have been a chance? Nah. I think there might nah. have been somebody. Well, okay, maybe by the time the last clue plays, people have heard it and had a chance to go look up some stuff. Oh, listen, Possibly. this last clue, it makes it very obvious. No, no, yes, no, I understand that. I mean, yesterday's clue. I see, yes. Like, right. by the time you get to Adam's playing of the clue, you might have done some research and maybe come up with something. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But then again, those people could be wrong, too, that are swearing they have it right. You never know. <laughs> right. So we will find out today... At 7.30, maybe we'll have a solution. But we've had years past, Big J, if you remember, the last clue that makes it fairly obvious who the murderer was or what the weapon was or whatever, and the person that gets through just happens to also get it wrong. Yeah, we don't have a last plus plus clue to, you know. No, this is it. This is it. This is the last clue. Uh, And so you will hear it at around 7.30 this morning. Please hang around for that couple of guests popping by the old station today. We're going to talk a little bit about Lounge at the End of the Universe this weekend. Plus, we're going to have our friend Randall from the Majestic Cinemas pop by tomorrow morning. They're doing a trunk or treat event out there in that gigantic parking lot at the uh, Majestic Cinemas. And we want you to know about it. So there's a lot of cool things happening. We're going to get some education courtesy of Randall a little bit later on today as well. And that means we have ourselves a busy show. Big J's going to have a What What You're Going to Do Fire Me song of the day here on this Friday morning. And it appears it's a brand new song. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah. And so you have that to dip your toes into as well. So a busy Friday awaits you here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Do you have a busy weekend, Big J, or can you relax? Um... I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be busy or not. Uh, we finally got the room kind of fixed up, so I moved the computer desk in there. So I've got to, you know, decorate, maybe figure out if I, uh, if I can hang pictures. Okay. You know, that whole thing. What do you have to hang up in the office? What usually is well, hanging up gonna, in the Well, I'm going to take office? some of the, the stuff that we have in the family room uh, that I want to highlight a little bit more into that to that room. So, some like, I've got a, an amazing Metallica poster uh, that I want to put up in there that's all framed out and a couple other things. So. Now, quick question. I mean, wouldn't the fact that it's in the family room mean that it is actually highlighted? I don't know. No, not no? really. Okay. Nobody sees that. 
Uh, well, uh, they're going to see it in your office? Yeah. Weird. How about we get into some music? Allison Chain's going to kick off the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff on the way here on the X Rocks. The morning after with Nick and Big J. Not too long ago, we informed you of a pretty big merger between Albertsons and Kroger grocery stores, Big J, which has some pretty serious impact here on the local economy, considering how Albertsons is based here in the Treasure Valley. But now there is a bipartisan group of attorneys that are basically asking Albertsons, hey, you might want to wait a little bit to pay the $4 billion buyout to your shareholders until... Everybody can complete a review of Kroger's planned acquisition of the grocery chain. See, uh, they earlier agreed to pay uh, $20 billion to buy Albertsons. Kroger did. And that deal is expected to close early 2024 if it's approved by the FTC and the Department of Justice and it survives any core challenges. So that's why it's so far in the future. There's still a lot of hurdles that can be jumped, but... The merger agreement included a special dividend up to $4 billion, or about $6.85 per share, to shareholders, and Albertsons wants to get that out of the way by paying them on November 7th. And so six attorney generals basically sent them a letter from across the United States and said, hey, Albertsons, probably not the smartest move right now. Because if you pay out that money now, it could deprive you of the cash you need to operate while regulators remove the merger, review the merger, and that could lead to complications for employees, keeping some stores open as you navigate through the 2023 year if you expect it not to happen until 2024. Basically, they're saying, hey, this isn't going to go through until 2024 if it goes through. Why are you in a hurry to get rid of $4 billion? Yeah, interesting. Why are you? And they don't have an answer yet, but together, uh, this particular new company would hold about 13% of the U.S. grocery store market. But there's still expected to be some pushback from the FTC because federal and state laws forbid mergers that substantially lessen competition. And that's kind of what this merger does by sheer definition. The question is, is it enough for people to think it's going to impact things? And that answer is going to come when they start giving us numbers of how many employees are going to get cut, how many stores are going to get closed, all these things that have to be figured out yet that have not been announced. So I don't know what's going to happen now. Albertsons does not have to listen to these lawyers. These are just people that are trying to go, hey, if you want to save you know, your business, it might be a good idea to do this. And we'll see what ends up happening going forward. They might just go, you know what, we'll plow through and do it anyway on November 7th. We've got a football game on the blue this Saturday, Big J. Boise State taking on Colorado State. At Albertson Stadium, kickoff is at 5 p.m. It will be on Fox Sports 1. Gonna be football weather, man. Cool, high of 59 degrees, mostly cloudy during the contest. Uh, Colorado State comes in 2-1 in the conference, but 2-5 overall. Meanwhile, Boise State looking to stay undefeated in the Mountain West and are heavily favored coming into this matchup against the Rams. So there are still plenty of tickets available if you want to check out the Broncos and the Rams in person. Thursday night football was interesting a little bit last night. It was the Ravens and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, rough first half, 10-3 at halftime with the Buccaneers leading. And then the Ravens decided, hey, let's stop throwing the ball and let's just run it and ran it right down Tampa Bay's throat. Final score, 27-22. to Tom Brady's first three-game losing streak since 2002. Uh, first time this late in the season in his career. He's been under 500 as well as the Buccaneers are 3-5 and five on the season. 
Not good news for Jamar Chase, Big J. He's expected to miss four to six weeks while recovering from a hip injury. He may end up on the injured reserve list, and the Chiefs made another trade yesterday to bolster their receiving core. Uh, Kadarius Toney, the former first-round draft pick of the New York Giants, although hasn't really done much since suiting up, has been traded to the Chiefs for a third and sixth round pick, according to ESPN. Uh, he has not done a whole hell of a lot. He's dealing with a hamstring injury currently and has not seen the field in a couple weeks, so I'm not sure how much he's going to bolster the Chiefs' receiving core, but they've got another weapon. That's all they really care about as they're continuing to load up to make a run here in the AFC. And now we know what uh, Jason Bateman's going to be up to post-Ozark, and the answer is he's still sticking around Netflix in some way. Uh, he is teaming up with Jude Law, and they're going to work together on a limited series on Netflix titled Black Rabbit. They're both expected to star and executive produce in the series, and Jason Bateman has also signed on to direct, which he also did with several episodes of Ozark. The premise for the show is being kept quiet right now. Netflix Ooh. does not want to let you know what Black Rabbit's about. They just want to let you know they've got star power, so don't have a date as to when it's happening. We just know that's what's next on the agenda for Jason Bateman and Jude Law, so I'm sure it'll pop up before you know it. That is Bush More Than Machines here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J, and we just can't have nice things, or at least have the ability to have nice things, because we tend to abuse privileges around here, Big J. Oh, yeah? Not necessarily here, but uh, specifically I I do. in Maine, that is for sure. No. Have you in your entire life ever had a personalized license plate? Nah, have no. Have you ever kicked around the idea? Uh, jokingly, yes. I don't think I could actually. <clears throat> I don't think I could actually do it. Uh, what do you so. mean you don't think you could actually? Do that's it? just not. That's not my style. Uh, what do you mean, like uh, style? I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. I mean, having a personalized license plate is like a big like. Oh, hey, look at me! Oh, look how cool I am! I have my own license plate name. Yeah, it's not me. Yeah. I mean, but, but I, that must mean you kind of thought about it. Were you thinking like, you, oh, you mean you thought like hey, having like a big J license plate? Jesus, no. Oh, okay. Well, I was trying to figure out why you would think anything, it would be a anything, anything, any of them. It's I, a huge, it's it's a huge attention. Like, look, look, look. I've only had. Did I ever tell you this story? I've only had one personalized license plate in my entire life. It was in Arizona, and uh, and I was pretty much flabbergasted it's by a it. Douchebag? No, it did not oh. say that. That's too many letters. Uh, it said the D. And I, it's, the license plate's still hanging up in my office, if you remember. Yeah. But, uh, I knew what it was. The whole thing. I, I did not I did not make that order. That was that was what was flabbergasting to me. The Arizona's Department of Motor Vehicles is so messed up, I can't even tell you. So my friend thought it would be funny to get me a personalized license plate about it because he knows I'm such Wait, a big tenacious defense. he was able to get yes. you... He a was able plate? to change my license plate. What a terrible idea! Agreed, but you know uh, he knew it was fine and funny, and I. But I mean, it was just weird because really in Arizona, all you need is a VIN number to do that, that's, and to pay money, and so you can get a, a VIN idea. number off of any car that you want to. And he totally changed my wow. license plate, and I always gave him crap because you know, in order to keep a personalized license plate, you had to pay for it every year. And I was like, "Thanks for the birthday present that cost me money every year. I appreciate it." But uh, that was a running joke for years. But that's the only personalized license plate I've ever had. But the state of Maine is taking away the privilege for personalized license plates temporarily because they have to reassess themselves. Because Big J, people are taking advantage of the situation. Well, yeah. Back in 2015, they decided that we were adult enough for them not to have any restrictions on their personalized plates in Maine. 
and that lasted all of four years before a bunch of F-words were starting to get made into personalized plates, sexual, or ethnic stuff, there's racial stuff, there's age stuff, there's all sorts of awful words that are all over main license plates. And so now there's about 400 of them that Maine is like, hey, guys, we thought you could handle this and be mature about it, but it's very clear that you can't. So now they're going to have to go back and put in the restrictions from 2015 for all of the new license plates that get issued that are personalized in Maine. And then they're going to go through and remove the other, uh, you know, ones that are basically, you know, too immature to make yeah. it onto the plate on a regular basis from time to time. So... We cannot have nice things. We cannot be trusted to our own laurels because we just instantly go to profanity or something that we think might be funny. So, guys, we got to try to do better a little bit, I think. But I'm also guessing the 400 people that ordered those uh, personalized plates with the F word on it probably uh, did it exactly for what you think they did and uh, are going to be very upset that their, quote, freedom of speech is being uh, taken advantage of and removed. But the reality of it is, guys, I mean, there's just certain places that that seems like it's a little bit goofy. Personalized plates is probably one of them. You, do you need the F word on your personalized plate? Is that a requirement? Or was that the one you were talking about, Kitty? Before you No, I have no idea. I don't remember so long ago. So uh, just a reminder, if you have a personalized plate, that's fine. Uh, you know, there's a lot of cool different things that go into it, and you can personalize it and have fun. Horse crap. Horse crap. <laughs> Horse crap. Too many letters. No, letters. that's when you create the the different num- the numbers and letters. You don't, oh, well, what whole. would it be then? H-O-R-S crap. That's too many letters. I, I don't know how many letters it is, but I you believe you're allowed six. So uh, make it happen, Big J. I guess you could go H R E C R P and maybe make. We've that already work. put too much thought into this. Uh, well, it was your idea. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Big J's going to pick out a song for your Friday morning. That's next on the X Rocks. <laughs> There it is. Brand new Avatar song is called Dance Devil Dance here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. That is Big J's What You Gonna Do Fire Me song of the day. And give us some information on the band and the song, Big J. Yeah, Avatar, uh, they're going on a world tour, the Dance Devil Dance tour. And uh, they've got an uh, album coming out here called Valley of Disease. And uh, this is uh, the lead single for uh, us radio folks, I think, here on the album, so it's very exciting, and I love that song, man. I thought the album might be called Dance Devil Dance. It might be. I I was trying to look up, and they haven't put out the... February 17th. February 17th. the information that I have, yes, uh, that they are putting out the album Dance Devil Dance out on February 17th of next year, and uh, I got a couple of songs out there. You can listen to Valley of Disease, which is another song off of that album, which is going to come out in February, but always nice when Avatar's got some new music, and and they throw it in our direction, agree or disagree. Hell yeah, man. So right now, that world tour isn't doesn't have any states dates on it right now. They're just heading over and doing the Europe thing. But that doesn't mean it's going to happen. So there's that. Uh, yeah, and we'll, uh, <clears throat> uh, they just released a video uh, last night for this song. So we'll post that on the Morning After Facebook page here in a little bit, too. Check it out when you get a chance. Avatar is awesome. We love them. They love us. Everybody is in a We're better lovers. mood when they hear some Avatar. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, they're expecting it's going to be a really rough flu season uh, for a lot of reasons, but most importantly, the reason is people continue to go to work sick. Big J, 
Damn it, stop it! Americans uh, lead the world in this particular category. Basically, what happens is uh, we can't afford to call in sick in a lot of places. Uh, American, the workforce here, have a lot more part-time workers than any other place around. And that's how places are able to stay open with, uh, I guess, hiring as many part-time employees as possible. But they don't want to pay for the benefits, Big J, you understand? And so that's why part-time employees, especially for food service and things like that, lead the way for uh, the American workforce. But because most or a lot of Americans are part-time workers or have a lot of part-time jobs to make their ends meet and don't have the actual paid time off or don't have the actual insurance in order to do things, they have to go to work sick. They don't have much of a choice. 67% of the American workforce, Big J, doesn't have PTO enough to take the time off, which is a serious issue uh, and is one of the biggest reasons why people get sick a whole bunch. Everybody still goes to work sick, and it gets everybody else sick, and then here we are. The other biggest thing that we're worried about is, well, we need the money, Big J. As prices continue to soar for lots of different reasons, they still need to cash those checks and make sure they're able to pay their bills, and so taking an unpaid sick day just isn't an option. You're going to have to power through and cash that check because you have bills to pay and you have kids to feed, and that's the way this is going to have to go. Workers are also afraid of criticism from their bosses for sick days, so there's always that to look forward to. Research continues to show that many Americans are still not taking the proper time to rest and recover when they're sick due to financial barriers, and it ain't going to go away anytime soon. So buckle in and get ready. As And quite frankly, it appears it doesn't matter whether or not you have insurance or full-time or paid time off. People still go to work sick. It's a weird yeah. thing. And don't do, you know, th- that's the other part. It does impact your work, you know? When you don't feel right. good, you don't work well. And so, you know, I-, I always will tell anybody that doesn't feel well to stay home. I know. I've been waiting. I'm like, ah, I wish I was sick. Yeah. Get out of here if you're so sick. So I don't have to. I can stay home and play video games all day. But I just, you know, unless it's COVID and I come home from vacation. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. That sucked. Yeah. Uh, you yep. got extra, plenty of extra video game time over that particular run well, of I things. I mean, I just I used up some of my vacation time being sick. That's yeah. not right. And that's that's how it goes. I mean, you know, we have pay time off here, but, like, people don't use it for sick. There's lots of people, plenty of people around here I, that should have used their sick days. Yeah, because we got plenty of those, too. Yes, that's also true. So I hardly get to use those. Uh, no, no. We were just talking about how they go to waste a lot of times because... Because they're not used, which, and, and quite frankly, that's how, that's how a lot of companies get away with not giving you a ton of vacation. Everything's yeah. PTO now, yeah. and that includes sick days. And when you don't use them because you think you might need a sick day and you can't carry it over, you end up realizing that, hang on a second, I ended up working a whole hell of a lot of, you know, a whole bunch of days that I could have taken off when I didn't need to. Yeah, for America saying how great we are all the time, we sure have a weird way of showing it to the people who live in it. Well, it's about profit, Big J. That's, that's the most important thing, and we continue to see records amount of those. But yet, inflation is the problem. It's a weird, weird, weird situation. Boise State, Colorado State this Saturday, Big J. Uh, do you have a final score prediction? Uh, no score prediction. Let's just go with the fact that I think the Broncos are going to win this one. We'll see what they do. They suffered a big blow on defense. Uh, we'll see if that can uh, pick things up. They're 5-2 and two overall, 4-0 and in the Mount West Conference. 
Colorado State two and five overall, two and one in the Mount West kickoff five o'clock on Saturday on the Blue Thursday night football. Ravens twenty seven, Bucks twenty two. Tonight is game one between the Houston Astros and Philadelphia Phillies. That's happening at around six o'clock our time tonight. Game two tomorrow night sometime, the same time, same place. Games three and four are next Monday and Tuesday. And we'll see what ends up happening. But uh, if you're judging by the bookmakers, everybody thinks Houston's going to win this in a laugher. They are heavily favored to take out the Phillies, who had only 87 wins this season and went on quite the run in the postseason, but never underestimate a hot team. But we'll still see what ends up happening in the World Series as it kind of takes off tonight. Big J, Matthew Perry, is in hot water with the American public because he decided when he put out his book he was going to take a shot at one of uh, the few people we feel uh, have sainthood here in the United States, and that's Keanu Reeves. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Oh, man, he's he's doing stupid stuff all over this book. That he's getting in trouble with. Yeah, what was the other stuff? We'll get into Valerie, the Valerie Bertinelli. I missed the Valerie Bertinelli story. What is that? Uh, I talked about how uh, the, there was a party and he showed up to it and he had a huge crush on her. And she was married at the time to one Eddie Van Halen. Uh huh. And uh, I guess Eddie was passed out drunk and uh, he claims that he had a little makeout session with Valerie. Oh, oh, so, uh, and she is she upset about that? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, why? Because it's true, or that that he's... part I haven't gotten. In, I haven't seen her response yet. Yeah, just... Matthew appears to be kind of uh, digging out the dirt. But uh, the thing that got everybody upset, not just Valerie Bertinelli, right. is the fact that he decided to take a shot at Keanu Reeves. He was talking about how sad it is that his good friend River Phoenix is passed away and uh, Heath Ledger is gone. But Keanu Reeves remains alive was one of the jokes that he wrote in the book. And I do believe from the bottom of my heart he was trying to be funny, but you don't come at Keanu Reeves, man. That makes people very upset as he is uh, a national treasure. And so they basically have lambasted him since that particular story went public. Matthew Perry has since offered an apology saying he was just trying to be funny and picked a name out of a hat and he didn't realize how uh, treasured Keanu Reeves is here in the United States. So he's offered an apology, but that's one of the many weird things featured in his memoir, which is called Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. So there's that. Now he's saying he's a big fan of Keanu. He doesn't even know why he said it. Bah, 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 bah. So he's apologizing, Big J. Do you accept his apology or is Matthew no. Perry now a bad man in your eyes? Bad, bad. Well, here's the thing: he can claim when uh, he when he did all these things that he was on drugs. I guess. Uh, well, I don't know if he was when he wrote the book. He said he says he's been clean for a while, but we'll we'll see what ends up happening. But uh, I'm guessing that means Big J, you're not going to read Matthew Perry's book. I, I don't plan on it. No. Uh, were you ever going to? <laughs> No. So the, his his digging on Keanu Reeves has not impacted your... So, oh, uh, here, here's Valerie's response, by uh, the way. She responded, uh, quote, anyone else misbehave in their 20s and early 30s? Question mark. She captioned, uh, are you mortified? Question mark. So I'm guessing that's an admission. Yeah, she did that. Yeah, I, I guess. Well, listen, here's this just in Big J. People in Hollywood cheat on their spouses. That's, that's a thing that probably has happened since the dawn of time. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. That is Falling in Reverse, Voices in My Head here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. We are trying to give away a very cool trip to Las Vegas to see Muse and Evanescence, but in order to get that, you have to solve the X-Rock murder mystery, which means answering three key questions correctly, and we're down to our final clue. Big J, are we ready to play it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Good luck, everybody. It's the home stretch for the X-Rock murder mystery. Here is your final clue. 
Finally, the ex-staff are starting to wrap this up. They know Gene Simmons is dead. It happened with Poison Theater blood in Thousand Oaks, California. What they need to figure out is who did it. And somehow, some way, Gene Simmons is helping them find the murderer. All right, we got to wrap this up. Play one more voice memo, Liv, please. Let's try this one. This is Gene Simmons from Kiss. Never gets old. Back in the 80s, I had a chance to be in some, let's call them questionable projects. But one that I did that I thought would be a huge hit was written and directed by Michael Crate. You know, the Jurassic Park guy. Do you know what movie he's talking about? Nope. Not at all. I played this genius doctor hell-bent on programming robots to kill. And let me tell you, I was great in it. Kirstie Alley, who I probably had sex with, co-starred in the movie. And it totally bombed. Like our first album with no makeup. I remember this movie. It's awesome. Of course you do. It was called Runaway. That's right, Runaway. Not familiar with it? Well, guess what? It's available for $99.95 at kissonline.com. Boom. Jesus. And it was the star of that film that blamed my casting for the movie's failures. Can you believe it? One of the greatest actors to ever live, Gene Simmons, from Kiss, and he's blaming me? This can't be real. One more thing. The man who killed me was the star of a little TV show called Magnum P.I. Did you enjoy playing this KISS mystery game? Guess what? There's more available right now at KISSonline.com. Like, let's find Ace Freely's Coke dealer. KISSonline.com. Mazel tov. Do you know who killed Gene Simmons? Do you know what murder weapon was used? Do you know in what city this murder occurred? Be caller X at 208-287-1003 right now. And if you get all three questions right, we'll fly you and a guest to Las Vegas to see Muse and Evanescence in April. Call now to try and solve the X-Rock murder mystery from 100.3, The X rocks there it is the final clue in the x rock murder mystery and hopefully things have been laid out shall we find a contestant big j yeah let's see if somebody has what it takes good morning the x oh my goodness good morning fellas good morning man what is your name <sighs> it's mark all right mark oh, it's wizard oh, cow oh, it's detective wizard cow <laughs> All right, Mark. Let's start with the weapon. What weapon was used in the X-Rock murder mystery? Well, to kill Gene Simmons, you would need to use something he was familiar with, like poison blood. Poison theater blood, specifically. Okay. Uh, And what city did the murder occur in? Where? You know, that's a good question. I mean, there's a lot of possible places. You are milking this, Mark. You think New York? You think Detroit Rock City? No, no. Had to happen in Thousand Oaks, California, right? Uh, yeah. And who committed the murder? Who committed the murder? Oh boy, that's another good one. I mean, guy was in a guy was in Kiss. I mean, there's there's some real hard feelings with Paul and Ace, and nobody's even mentioned what was his name, Peter Chris. Mm-hmm. No, none of those guys. No, it's that mustache wearing uh, Ferrari driving freak, Tom. 
Selleck that took out Gene Simmons. Big J, is it Tom Selleck in Thousand Oaks, California with poison theater blood? Yes, it is! Good job, Mark! Congratulations! You have solved the X-Rock murder mystery. We're going to send you to Vegas with a guest to see Muse and Evanescence in April. We'll put you up for the weekend. Good job, Mark. Did you need the clue today, or had you pieced it together before today? I had it coming together as early as Wednesday. Okay, all right. I watched watched these movies growing up, so I had kind of an insight to what was going on. Wonderful job, Mark. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're headed to Vegas. That is the X-Rock murder mystery. One more piece of business, though. We need to wrap this whole thing up. And so, the X-Rock murder mystery comes to an end. Tom Selleck killed Gene Simmons with poison theater blood in Thousand Oaks, California. With all the puzzle pieces in place, the only thing left to figure out was why. We caught you, Tom Selleck. Hey, uh, not very blue bloods of you to go around killing all sorts of rock legends. What gives? You heard the voice memos. That guy ruined my movie career. What do you mean, Tom Selleck? In 1984, I was poised to be a movie star. Hottest TV show on the planet, and I land a big-budget movie as a ball-busting future cop. It's a guaranteed hit. Then they cast that long-tongued idiot as a genius mastermind. We were doomed from the first day of filming. Well, you know, being released the same week as Terminator probably didn't help. Yeah, but what am I going to do? Kill Arnold Schwarzenegger? Touché, Tom Selleck. Touché. I mean, I got lucky with Three Men and a Baby. You see, the rest of my film career, Mr. Baseball, Her Alibi, frickin' Quigley Down Under... Gene Simmons killed me long before I planned this out. Well, that's pretty prolific, self-confessed murderer Tom Selleck. Yeah, well, I was always good at monologuing. Ted Danson told me that. Well, I would say that we all learned a valuable lesson this Halloween. Don't drink theater blood? Celebrities love kiss concerts? That I am great at finding magic clues? That there's autographed copies of Runaway on DVD at kissonline.com? That Gene Simmons was a schoolteacher? Do not appear in any movies with Gene Simmons. Yeah, that's it. That's that's the lesson. Exactly. Another X-Rock murder mystery in the books. No actual celebrities were harmed in the making of this production. No matter how much you hate Gene Simmons and or Tom Selleck. Happy Halloween from 100.3 VX Rocks. Point three, the X Rocks. Big J, I'm guessing this probably isn't in your wheelhouse, but when was the last time you moved a sofa? Like, what constitutes a sofa? That's the question? Well, yeah, I mean, is it, you know, like uh, the L-shaped one? I mean, is it, is it, how big is a sofa? I would say a sofa is a situation where it seats up to, well, three or more people. Okay, it's been like, a while Two then. seats is a love seat. One seat's a chair. Anything three or more qualifies as a sofa. So, yes, the L-shaped or, but those usually come apart. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're moving it, but... Does that change your answer? Yeah, it would. It would, really. All right. Uh, but uh, no, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you move around the furniture in the living room a lot, or once it's set up, it's set up? It's set up, it's set up. It's, unless we're moving to clean underneath or whatever. Right. But if that's happening, like if you're changing the setup, odds are it's probably not you taking that initiative, right? You're pretty happy where things yeah, are. Yeah, no, no. That would uh, be a lot of 
problems. But anybody who has moved a couch can tell you it's it can be a pain in the ass, especially if you're moving it in a space that doesn't have a lot of room. And unfortunately, as we go to Wales today for today's We're Going to Hell story, there is a woman named Melissa who wanted to kind of reorganize her basement a little bit, Big J. And so she wanted to move around some couches and specifically get a couch out of the way that she no longer wanted there. And uh, I don't know if you've ever had to maneuver a sofa or a couch in your life around or up some stairs. Is that something you've ever had to do? God, no. Uh, you've never moved a couch up or down stairs in your life? Yeah, I don't. Wow. I mean, congratulations. But, I mean, when you were living in the building downtown, the Eidenhaw, did you, you, you lived upstairs, right? Uh, yeah. But I you didn't have to move furniture, furniture up? You didn't, didn't furniture. you didn't have any furniture? No. I think I had some, had some chairs and a bed and stuff, but I, I didn't have, like, a couch. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Uh, it's not an easy task to do, especially if those stairs are narrow, and Melissa found that out the hard way. Uh, she does not want her last name to be published because she's embarrassed, Big J, but she was moving the sofa in around her basement with the help of her partner when it became stuck. Uh, basically, she was trapped on the wrong side of the sofa and stuck between the sofa and the stairs and could not move and nobody could help her like this thing was lodged in there melissa's a preschool teacher she was stuck in the basement for almost three hours while they had to try to dislodge her and then eventually call authorities who had to remove the handrail from the actual staircase and still couldn't free her that's how lodged Wait, what in was she sofa trapped was. against Basically, it was her and the sofa trapped in these narrow stairs, and the sofa got stuck, so it could not move. So she was basically stuck with herself between the the actual wall of the stairway and the sofa itself, and nothing was budging. And she was clearly not comfortable, so the family had to call firefighters in order to get her out. Oh, <laughs> Basically, sucks. they had to break down part of the wall to remove. That's how stuck this couch was. Jeez. And, you know, the good news was she wasn't hurt. She was just uncomfortable. And Elijah, she thought it was funny after it was all said done, but still not great that you got stuck in your own basement, pinned between a wall and a couch for three hours. Yeah, that's embarrassing. And man. now there's damage done to the house that needs to be repaired and all sorts of stuff. So she says she's learned a valuable lesson, and that is to make sure the furniture fits where you want it to go before you actually make the decision to do it. It's like a uh, measure twice, cut once situation. You understand? Yeah. And so now she's okay, she's free, but she was stuck for three hours. So anybody who is moving or has moved uh, a couch up and downstairs no, understands it can be difficult to maneuver these things. Angles need to be brought into the equation. You have to pivot stuff. All sorts of things, usually working in tandem with other people. And when things go wrong, it can truly and really go wrong like this situation. Single floor living, man. It's the way to go, apparently. Big J says, get a ranch. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff, plus your pop culture smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Everybody's depressed, Big J. How does it feel? Great. Uh, if you want to feel better than that, then maybe, just maybe, you should try bird watching, Big J. I know it seems uh, dull so. and boring and awful, but so is most of the stuff you're doing already, if you're being perfectly honest. Data collected from an app called Urban Mine uh, basically found out that hearing or seeing birds 
improved almost everybody's well-being that tried it, whether they had experience at it or not. Participants were asked three times a day to check out some birds in and around their area, taking some pictures and then following uh, up with some questions about their mental state. And based on that evidence, they found that there are some serious mental health benefits of being around nature in general. And then, you know, actually being involved in it and actively seeking it out. And you don't have to be, you know, in incredibly good shape in order to do this. Literally anybody can birdwatch. It just takes a matter of you getting out there and taking a part in it. Now, it could be beneficial for you if you've got mental health issues, but it also could have a positive impact if you're depressed, too, because, again, it gets you out. It's something that you can do by yourself. You don't need to be around other people, so social anxiety is not a thing, not something you have to worry about. You don't have to have a lot of experience. Nobody's asking you to do any kind of assignments. You're just kind of soaking it all in. And that helps in every aspect of mental health. And so everybody, whether they even enjoyed it or didn't enjoy it, they can say, hey, listen, I can see how this can be relaxing and help you with depression and anxiety and improve your mood. So before you poo-poo it, maybe give it a shot, especially if you're totally down in the dumps. Apparently, it's got a pretty good success rate of making you feel a little bit happier about things. So give it a shot. No. I know you won't. It involves you. leaving your couch. But, I mean, everybody else might want to be a part of this. Boise State's got Colorado State going on this Saturday at Albertson Stadium. It's a 5 p.m. kickoff on Fox Sports 1. It's going to be football weather, meaning cold and cloudy. But there's plenty of still tickets available if you want to see the Broncos try to remain undefeated in Mountain West play. Ravens beat the Buccaneers last night 27-22. Tom Brady's first three-game losing streak since 2002. Lamar Jackson was five years old when that happened, Big J. Little baby. Yeah, little baby Lamar running around. Now he's beating him on Thursday night football in a uh, Buccaneers team that's not very good and is working on some stuff and still needs to figure it out. Jamar Chase, the Bengals stud wide receiver, going to be out probably four to six weeks. He has a hip injury and he is going to need some time. Could end up on the injured reserve list. Game one of the World Series is tonight between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros. It's one of the biggest match ma- mismatches in 116 years, according to odds makers, which is incredible. Back in 06 of 1900, Big J, the Cubs got to the World Series with 116 wins. They were beaten by the White Sox, who had won 23 fewer games during the regular season. And, of course, this year the Astros have 106 wins. The Phillies had 87. So, uh, by all accounts... They think the Astros are going to win this in a laugher, but who knows? We talked about this uh, crazily when we went to the movies on Tuesday, but hard to believe that Wakanda Forever is getting ready to premiere here in just a couple of weeks for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So on Wednesday night, they had the gigantic world premiere in L.A., and all the stars were there in style, of course. And one of the big themes of the night was Chadwick Boseman, Big J. Uh, they had uh, a, they did a really good job paying tribute to him. Ryan Kogler, who wrote, wrote and directed it, had a black and gold dog tag necklace with his name on it, and it's something they came together, and everybody who was there were saying nice things about Chadwick and how honored they were and how much they honored him in this particular movie. So it's going to play a big part in Wakanda Forever, which comes out on November 11th officially here in the States, but the premiere was a fairly big deal. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. 
Rockin' Big J. Yeah, Monday, we've got a sold-out show at the Rev Center, baby. I prevail. Uh, Pierce the Veil coming. It's going to be a great show. We'll get Tuesday. Continues to be Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. It's Tuesday. Monday's Not Halloween. Monday. Tuesday's the first. God, why am I so confused? I don't know. Uh, guess what? We've got a sold-out show on Tuesday at the Rev Center, November 1st. With Pierce the Veil and I Prevail. So we've got tickets, though, so we'll get you those if you beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown, which I hopefully isn't about dates again. Uh, not about dates. Uh, when was it about dates? I don't know, I just because I would get that wrong. Yesterday's about the Simpsons. 208-287-1003. Today does have a theme, however, because Sunday, Big J, it's Henry Winkler's birthday, dude. Henry Winkler? Yeah, you remember him. From... Well, actually, I don't want to sp- spill the beans, right? So Is spoiler name the 900 still? other things he's in. The Fonz. Yeah. Scream. He was in Scream. He's oh, in perfect Scream. for Halloween. He's in Barry on HBO as well. That's Won right. Multiple Emmys for that. 208-287-1003 is the phone number that you can call if you'd like to play this game. I wish everybody good luck. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hey. Good morning, man. What's your name? My name is Joseph. All right, Joseph, you're up first. Joseph, the Fonz gave rise to a phrase that we still use today because he pulled what stunt on a really bad episode of Happy Days? Is it called letting the dogs out, jumping the shark, or opening up a can of whoop-ass? Opening up a can of whoop-ass. No, Fonz did not open up a can of whoop-ass, unfortunately, in Happy Days. Hello, the X. Hello? 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 Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, uh, the Foz gave rise to a phrase that we still use today thanks to pulling what stunt on a really bad episode of Happy Days? Is it letting the dogs out, jumping the shark, or opening up a can of whoop-ass? Jumping the shark. Yes, Foz. The Foz actually jumped a shark. In the episode of Happy Days, hence that is the phrase we now use when something seems to turn the corner for the worst. Big J, what was the Fonz's first name? Um, Arthur. Arthur Fonzarelli is correct. Congratulations. I'm sorry, I don't think I got your name. What's your name, sir? Tim. Tim? Hey! What was the name of the black cat in the teen sitcom Sabrina and the Teenage Witch? Was it called Salem, Satan, or Superfly? Salem. Salem. The cat right. is correct. Big J, what screen icon did the Fonz idolize in many episodes of Happy Days? Oh, man. He looked up to this screen hero. John Travolta? Uh, I think he actually predates John okay. Travolta's popularity. No, was, I'm talking about a character, I know, actually, I know. not an actor. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I was, that was dumb. Superman, Zorro, or the Lone Ranger? Which one was Fonz's hero? I'm going to go with the Lone Ranger. Yes, that would have right. been correct. Not John Travolta. Congratulations, Tim. You've got tickets to I Prevail and Pierce the Veil on Tuesday. It's a sold-out show. Hang on That's one on second. on Tuesday. We'll hook you up with it. That is correct. It's on Tuesday. There's your pop culture smackdown. Talking lounge at the end of the universe next on the X-Rocks. Congratulations to Mark again. He solved the murder mystery this morning. He's going to go see Evanescence and use in Vegas, courtesy of us. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is Friday night. It is the Friday before Halloween, which means it is party time. And this uh, evening at the Lounge at the End of the Universe is no exception. It is time for Horns and Halos 2, a gigantic party happening at the Lounge at the End of the Universe tonight. It starts uh, around 8 o'clock or so. That's when the doors open up, and we are here to talk about 
about everything happening at Horns and Halos. It's presented by Flo Dojo. Foster, let's start with you, man. Congratulations on uh, the second Thank anniversary. You. We appreciate you coming through and talking about the big party tonight. Let's start with the uh, the basics, man. If somebody hasn't heard of you know what you guys do at Flo Dojo, give us the kind of, I guess, elevator pitch as to what you guys do over there. We're fire performers. Mm-hmm. We're partnered with Xanadu of Boise, and we go out to parties, and we spin fire for all kinds of different people and events and it's uh it's magical where where does one learn how to be a fire spinner well you can come and uh, learn from us okay okay yeah we we have open invitations if you all want to come and get some sauce i mean it's free (laughs) you you, uh, channeled your pyromania i'm guessing into into something that can be creative and fun right that's correct that's correct (laughs) how did you learn how to do it when did that passion for for you start Uh, I went to a festival, Aesthetic Evolution, and I saw a guy named Pierre Bishop spinning, and I was like, yo, you look super cool, and this is awesome. Can I learn how to do that? And ever since then, it's just been people teaching me tricks here and there, and and now I'm here. It's pretty awesome. And how long have you been doing it? Uh, 11 years now. Wow. Congratulations, man. And so as you built this community up and kind of used it as a resource to educate people on how to do that, you started Flow Flow Dojo and you've done this stuff and done events all over the Treasure Valley. And now you're willing to have a nice gigantic party. What are some of the things happening tonight at the Lounge at the End of the Universe? Uh, We're having a costume contest, raffle prizes. We've got special merch. All of the local best DJs. We're having a destruction ritual with Hans. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cool. Hans, uh, welcome to the show as well. Tell us a little bit about your story and your background and what you guys do. Uh, so I am originally the founder for the Satanic Temple Idaho. Uh, we left the Satanic Temple Idaho and started our own thing as Satanic Idaho so we could do a little bit more community-focused activities and stuff like that, helping out with the Homeless community, tampon drives for Boise period projects, stuff like that. So, Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, we joined on with uh, with Chris just a little while ago because my partner's actually a fire performer, fire breather, fire eater. So okay. we kind of started the Horns and Halos thing last year, and it's taken off. So we did a destruction ritual last year and let everybody write messages on paper or bring items to burn during our destruction ritual to let go of negative feelings and emotions attached to those. It's a so. really cool and unique way to handle that kind of stuff, and I imagine it's probably a pretty emotional experience, right? It is for a lot of people. It brings a lot of catharsis. I mean, there was there was some people crying because you know it, it brings up emotions that they normally don't talk about in public and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we we felt it was a, a good thing for the community to let people come out and partake in that. Makes sense. The party is happening tonight at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. You can grab your tickets in advance if you'd like. LoungeBoise.com is where you can grab those tickets. Also, they will be available at the door tonight, correct? Right. That's right. That's Beautiful. Right. So the party is going to go for a while. The idea is to make yep. this as fun as possible and celebrate as much as you can. And so you're having a silent disco and all sorts of cool stuff happening tonight, yep. right? Yep, that's right. Um, it's going to go from 8 to 2. At uh, the lounge, and uh, doors are going to be at 7. Um, we're also going to be doing uh, prizes and tattoos at the event, so make sure to get there early, so that way you can enter in for the contest. Yeah, the, one of the cool things about the lounge is how big and spread out it can be, so it gives you all an opportunity to do a right? bunch of really cool different things at this event tonight, right? Yep, yep, that's right. Beautiful. That's right. If people want uh, to go tonight, we encourage them to go to loungeboise.com, but if people want more information about what you do on the regular, what's the best place to go to chase you guys uh, down? Any kind of social medias, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, just look up Flow Dojo. You can even Google it, and we're the first one to pop up. 
Beautiful. And so, and you're available for parties if you want, yeah. if people want to check you out or bring you into their backyard yeah, or whatever. Yeah, just mes- message any of the social medias and me or one of the other sensei that runs Dojo, we'll be able to get back to you and uh, we'll get you a quote or, or whatever it takes do to... Do you also do fire karate? Yes. Okay. Love yes, it. absolutely. There you go. I mean, I'm guessing Dojo. You said sensei. I'm like, this is all sounding like karate kid. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful stuff. And Hans, if people want more information about what you guys do, what's the best place to go for I that? I mean, you can look up Satanic Idaho on all social media platforms. We're pretty much there. We have, uh, if you message one of our platforms, then you can probably get into our Discord where we have events and talk about different activities we're going to do inside the community. There's a really cool event happening tonight at Lounge at the end of the universe. It's called Horns and Halos 2. You can grab your tickets at loungeboise.com or if you're a procrastinator, get them last minute at the door tonight. But it sounds like it's a, another party in the second one you guys have put on. So mm. congratulations again, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for you coming bet. in. We appreciate that as well. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Let's take one final... Morning After with Nick and Big J. Another awesome event happening this weekend. This one for the kids, and it's an honor and privilege to welcome back in the studio our friend Randall from Majestic Cinemas. How are you, sir? Great, guys. How are you? Thank you for coming good. in. We appreciate that. We are good as well. <laughs> and you have a really big community event happening this weekend. And yeah. is it the first run at this, or have you done it before? It is. So we've done a number of uh, car shows before, but we've never done a trunk or treat car show. So it's going to be a new one for us. It's a pretty big deal, which means you know you have a bunch of really cool cars you've teamed up with a particular car club right yes um we teamed up with lupa motors um they're an exotic and classic car dealer they ship cars around the world um and they have some cars that simply don't belong in idaho (laughs) (laughs) and you'll be able to check them out this weekend and then you've got the trunk and treat for the kids that are involved which means everybody's gonna be set up giving away candy right yep yep absolutely um we have lake lowell animal rescue coming they're going to bring a few dogs that are available for adoption um if you don't know about them check them out online they're super cool organization um There's a number of food trucks that are going to be there, some local businesses, um, just uh, a chance to get to hang out with the community and unfortunately it is going to be real cold um, <laughs> but we're really looking forward to it that's all right you bundle up the kids for trick-or-treating you get them out and you have some fun you get to see some really cool things and it's credit to you at majestic cinemas for putting this together because this is something that you've been wanting to do for a while and get a little bit some community outreach going on right yeah uh, we really look for an opportunity to hang out with people um, that's most of my business we do movies but it's really people um, they come in and enjoy those shows and um Aside from people in the building, in the seats, we don't really get a chance to interact with them. So stuff we can do with the, that are part of the community is kind of fun for us. It's really cool because you've got this huge parking lot. We might as it's well massive, yeah. Yeah, put it put it to good use as, despite having you know the prime time when you're going to have people there for the movies. And yeah. uh, I got to imagine that the, you're also maybe a car guy. I am. Yes. And so, uh, you got a favorite favorite car with. What are we talking here? Um, I'm going to say old school Mustang. Shelby, you know, if we're going to call it anything, you guys know Eleanor is yeah. kind of a, a <laughs> unicorn. So I would have to say there. That makes sense. That yeah. does make sense. What time does all the fun start tomorrow? Um, so if you're coming just to hang out and trunk or treat, um, starting 9 a.m., we end at 11 a.m. Um, there are a lot of RSPPs online, so come earlier. I know it's colder, but um, if you plan on bringing a vehicle, which I highly suggest, I think it'd be super fun. Um, setup starts at 8, and you have to be ready by 9 a.m. Beautiful. And then uh, people, I, I know, uh, you know, if we've been to these trunk and treat events, they go all out decorating their cars yes. and their trunks, and they take this very seriously, yep. I imagine, right? Yeah, my truck is turning into a dragon. There's like four <laughs> or five of my employees that are helping me do it. I'm not the artistic one, but we're pretty excited about <laughs> That's it. That's awesome. That's really cool, though. Yeah. That is. Uh, and, of course, I imagine it, it goes until what particular time? Is there um, an end time? It ends at 11. Yeah. It ends at 11. Okay, so yeah. you have an opportunity to go in uh, tomorrow morning and enjoy, bring the kids, grab some candy, and uh, see some really 
cool stuff that's happening over there in Meridian at Majestic Cinemas. And of course, uh, I imagine you wouldn't be angry if they saw a movie as well, right? No, actually, um, we'll have a theater open so people can walk in and warm up a little bit, but okay. it'll be running a massive trailer loop so people can sit down in the heated seats and watch trailers for movies that are coming up. Oh, so man. They can come check them out. Wait, that sounds like a reason to go just in general. Like, I agree. You should yeah. do that all the time. <laughs> Sure, I'll do it for you. BK. Like there was a channel for a while that was just movie trailers that I would watch. What are you laughing about? <laughs> I'm laughing about this big, wonderful community I, event that he's putting on, and you're excited about the movie yeah, trailers. That garbage. <laughs> Go for the trailers. No, but I mean, it is just I, I love movie trailers. Yeah. So. It, it, honestly, it will be the warmest part of the event, so I can't fault you for going and hang on there. And I know that there is uh, an event page on Facebook yep. that people can go to yes. if they want to learn. What do they want to search for for that? Um, it would just be Trunk or Treat um, with Lupo Motors. It's the only one on Saturday morning, and it's the one that has a billion people going to it. Currently. Yeah, it's going to be a very popular event. Is it, is it hard to resist just playing Fast and Furious movies that day? You know, I thought about doing a nonstop Nicolas Cage run and just let people deal with the chaos that that is, um, but I don't have the rights for that, so I'll just do it in my head. And <laughs> yeah. I love it. Nice. I love it. Uh, and of course, if people want more information about the cinemas and the movies playing, what's the best place people can go? Do they download the app? Is that the best way to do um, it? Yep, so the Cinemark app, um, Cinemark Com. Um, if you haven't been to us since we did our renovation, um, we uh, are a fun, great place to go to, and we're super comfortable. Um, there's all kinds of fun things on the horizon, great movies on the way. Um, as you guys mentioned on your Mornings of the Aspen Movie podcast, um, the trailers uh, for Black Adam um, were great, but the next one up you guys were kind of surprised by is Black Panther. Yeah. Um, and it's less than two weeks away, so we're all just chomping at the bit ready for it. Yeah, we're excited for that one for sure. Uh, Randall does a fantastic job at Majestic Cinemas. That place is a great place to go to watch a film for you and your entire family Thank you. with those renovations that Randall has mentioned. Uh, it's a great comfortable theater and it's an awesome space and they've got some great movies playing. And of course this weekend is awesome to check out Trunk or Treat. Randall, thank you for coming in and talking to people. Thanks Bye. for having me, guys. And after with Nick and Big J. Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. It's more than just Subaru. They're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore. And we've got tickets to Lounge at the End of the Universe VIP style. So if you want to go check out uh, Flow Dojo tonight, that would be a good way to use these VIP tickets. Uh, and, of course, uh, they're good for any time there at the Lounge if you want to. So we'll hook you up with those if you can figure out Bad Impressions. 208-287-1003. That's our phone number if you'd like to play. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has worked hard and diligently to come up with three clues surrounding somebody that is fairly famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, then congratulations. You've got VIP tickets to the lounge at the end of the universe that you can use at your leisure. It does not have to be tonight. It can be whenever. These are good for all time. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Austin. All right, Austin, you're up first. Good luck. I played a teenager obsessed with the dead in Beetlejuice. Next. The 80s and 90s were good to me. I started movies like Heathers, Edward Scissorhands, and Dracula. Next. Playing Joyce Byers in Stranger Things has rejuvenated my career. Um, hold on, I know who it is. God, I hope so, Austin. Now I'm realizing uh, she starred in a lot of Halloween-like movies. <laughs> but not in Halloween um, movies. Not, don't be confused. Joey Fires. Uh, you can do it. I can't remember her name. Oh, no! I know who it is, though. All right, well, Austin, thank you for listening. Thank you for playing. We appreciate you trying. Hello, The X. Oh, no. Hello, The X. Hello, how are you? Good, man. Did you hear Big J's clues, or do you need him again? 
I heard him. Uh, Winona Ryder? Yes, there you go. it is Winona Ryder. Well done. Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with those lounge at the end of the universe tickets. But why is Winona Ryder in the news? Uh, Saturday is her birthday. Oh. How do you think Winona Ryder is? Well, uh, 46? 51. 51. 51. So you were off by a ways. I knew we were right in that kind of same area uh, because uh, I remember uh, very young Nick having a very big crush on Winona Ryder. So it makes sense. And I don't think that crush has gone away, if we're being perfectly honest. Well, uh, you got uh, some more Stranger Things coming up to enjoy that. And she'll be in uh, the new Haunted Mansion movie, which is coming out in 2023. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We're going to wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. Hailstorm, Wicked Ways, wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J, not only for this Friday, but for this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for coming along for the ride. Special thank you to Randall for popping by and talking about the Trunk or Treat event, which is happening tomorrow morning out there at the Cinemark Majestic Cinemas parking lot. It starts at 9, goes to 11. It is free. You can go on out there, bring the kids, bundle them up a little bit, and enjoy some candy and some cool cars. Special thank you to the Lounge at the End of the Universe for by talking about Horns and Halos two that's happening tonight you can grab your tickets at loungeboise.com if you want to learn more and have a little bit of fun for an official halloween party you can do that and a congratulations once again to mark who solved the murder mystery this morning it was done and it was awesome and we didn't get a chance when we played the wrap up but i want to say a very special thank you to our friend craig gas who uh when we came up with the idea for this year's we thought it would be really funny to have him involved and do some gene simmons stuff and he answered the bell and helped us from across the country so yeah. uh, we appreciate him very much he's been in several times he's a very funny comedian look him up but we appreciate his help uh to make this murder mystery one of the best ones we've done yeah the wrap up will uh, come again at 12 30 and and uh, then 5.30, and it's hilarious because there's a lot of uh, Gene Simmons uh, craziness in Indeed, there. indeed. And thank you all for playing along with us. And congratulations again to Mark, who's going to Vegas for solving the big mystery this morning. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, I, here's a question, Nick, and I, and I wonder this. I know that Halloween is officially on Monday. Mm-hmm. But does that mean we can expect trick-or-treaters over the entire weekend? Like, what's the protocol here? Yeah, I, well, here's, growing up in Wisconsin, I think it's different. It was always the Sunday before Halloween, because they would never do trick-or-treating on a week, because it wasn't, they wanted to do it during the day. Yeah. So whenever I grew up, I never went. But here, it's always been Halloween proper, no matter what, at least in my neighborhood. So I don't expect any trick-or-treaters this weekend. This okay. Monday night, however, I, I believe that's when the trick-or-treaters will be out, for sure. It's going to be an interesting uh, night, evening, um, because the wife works. And um, we got Lincoln, who, uh, whoever, uh, the little dog Lincoln, whenever somebody comes up to the door, oh man, he oh. barks like a maniac. You're going to have to put out a bowl, I think, right? No, so we can't. We got four doorbell? candy bars. We can't trust the kids with that. <laughs> That's true. Uh, never I'll trust have to sit anybody. sit out there in a, in, in a chair. Yeah, it'll be your weather anyway. You'll like that. So, And I'll just say I'll be a crusty curmudgeon. Come on up here, kids. I dare you to take a candy bar from me. So uh, enjoy your Halloween weekend, whatever it is that you're doing. We'll see you guys on Monday. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.